0: Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Hello, I'm Mrs. Flamingo. And I'm Mr. Flamingo. And welcome to the first episode of the Swinging Flamingos Podcast. Before we start flamingling, let's get to know us.
1: We are an early 40s couple from the Central Texas area who has decided to share our journey and the lifestyle. We thought we'd take this opportunity to share a little bit about ourselves before we start our adventures.
0: For starters, one thing about us as a couple is we are pretty diverse.
1: Definitely. One thing about us, we can go from a suit and tie event to a grungy biker bar at the flip of a coin.
0: And the biker bar better have live music for me.
1: Definitely. We love our tunes. So let's take a couple minutes and go through some things that make up the dynamics for us as a couple. First and foremost is we got a couple kids. One that's out of the house and the other that is on the way. In six months. Six months. We have the calendar to our left here marking off the days as we go. So when we talk about our adventures, I have a feeling in six months, things are going to start ramping up, and we will be all over the place. Granted, we love our kids, but time for them to go. Another thing, we, as she mentioned, we're really into, live music. So what kind of music do we like?
0: We love rockabilly, and we love country. We love rap.
1: Mr. Flamingo loves rap. Rap is about the only thing I won't listen to, unless it's old school <laughs> OG stuff, your N.W.A., Coming from the mean streets of southeast Oklahoma, I used to be an OG back in my day and listen to some gangster rap. So with the exception of that, any of this new Mumble stuff, I've just got to pass on it.
0: Another thing about us is that we love food, any kind of food. I'm down for it.
1: Yes, Flamingo is a fabulous cook, but hey, if we can go out somewhere for a fantastic meal or a burger or sushi or anything in between, we're totally down Another thing that we do when we are outside of the LS realm is we are movie and TV buffs. What's the last movies we wouldn't have seen?
0: Uh, Jumanji, Jumanji and, and Star Wars. Star Wars,
1: not Star Trek. So if she didn't get that right, there was going to be a divorce and this would be the only podcast we have. So babe, which, which series is Captain Kirk in?
0: Yeah, I don't know. No,
1: oh my God. <laughs> 15 years together and we're still struggling with this I one.
0: will give you the Spock sign.
1: Okay, now you're a TV addict, aren't you? Yes. So what are your programs you like?
0: I like my little women. I like my house. She, she has a
1: midget fetish. So Quit saying that. They're, That's they're,
0: not appropriate.
1: Yeah. They're well. little people. Well, hey, well, I, well, I'm going to cover it. We're going to say some things that will probably get a shot with this podcast. So she has a fetish for anybody under five foot. So any handsome tattooed four foot two. Guys <laughs> <to this call. laughs> now, now the other thing I catch you watching all the time are the how to murder your spouse and get away with it. What's up with that?
0: I'm not going to tell you.
1: Okay, so just just some uh, food for thought. If uh, you happen to hear Mr. Flamingo died in a boating or fishing accident... Mr. Flamingo doesn't boat or fish, so... It'll
0: be Mr. Flamingo had a heart attack.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, he might so, be
0: buried in the backyard.
1: So, a little bit of medical background there. Check check her medical records as well. So Now, one other thing we enjoy outside of all the adventure and partying and fucking is our time with friends.
0: We love to go to amusement parks and pretty much anywhere and anytime they call, we want to go.
1: And that's one thing that we say, that we're very diverse. Uh, we don't pigeonhole ourselves into one activity. We've got a varied batch of interest but if somebody popped up at the drop of a hat and said hey let's go to the circus hey that sounds stupid we're totally down another thing we're big into is fitness you're big into fitness aren't you babe <laughs> what
0: are you laughing for oh yeah yeah you're in a- my thumbs are very strong from my remote control i'm not a big fitness person it's just no i'm not
1: you're big on fitness pizza in your mouth
0: i don't like pizza
1: okay i'll catch you some slack She's beautiful regardless and has the metabolism of a hummingbird. I've got,
0: so. I've got natural curves.
1: The curvy woman? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You fill out a dress very nicely, so let's <laughs> roll with that. Okay, now let's go ahead and cover a topic that I've already been asked via email and a couple friends. What made us choose the name the Swinging Flamingos?
0: I chose it.
1: Why did you choose it?
0: Well, I feel that the Pineapples is kind of overdone.
1: Yeah, definitely. When we were looking at names for a possible podcast, we came across five different podcast with a pineapple name in it.
0: And if you go back to the 1960s, the tacky flamingo was also a sign of swingers, just like the upside down pineapple.
1: I can't say it's too tacky. We might have a couple of them stored in the garage for when we build our new house.
0: They're not in the garage. They're hung up all over our house. You just are not looking.
1: So, okay. Now that you've ex- exemplified how tacky we are, I guess we can move forward. <laughs>
0: But the thing about flamingos is that they are social birds. Much like you. Yes. And they will, its prove in fact, they will die and get sick if they are alone and isolated.
1: So, going forward, when we decided to build on a brand, we just like the flamingo name. Let's talk a little bit about why we decided a podcast.
0: Why the fuck
1: not? Everyone else does it. Why the fuck not? Hell, let's roll with that. <laughs> so, what makes you think we're qualified to do a podcast?
0: Well... For one, a lot of our friends ask us for our advice.
1: That's a scary thought, isn't it?
0: Yes, because they love my common sense.
1: (laughs) I don't know about that. Maybe because you're harsh and brutal and to the point. That might be more. I don't sugarcoat
0: shit. Let me put it that way. Well, and we also, they ask us a lot of questions about our adventures, our travels, our stories.
1: Yeah. Quite often we get asked, have you been to this party? Have you been to this club? Have you been to this event?
0: Well, and we also love just sitting back, talking with our friends about some of their adventures, the good and the bad that they run into.
1: Yeah. Some of the stories we've experienced and heard over the years would blow your mind. I'd have to say that is probably one of our favorite dynamics about the lifestyle is just the conversations and the stories you hear.
0: Well, and comparing some of the stories is, it's fun. You know, like, uh, The rules that you have when you first come into the lifestyle, the, I'm going to say 500 rules and you only do two of them when it comes down to it.
1: We didn't quite have that many rules when we started off, did we? We had 499. We weren't at quite the 500 mark yet. (laughs) Another thing about us that people really like is our advice is based on common sense.
0: And we put our relationship first above everything else.
1: Yeah, so many times somebody will start laying out a problem or things that are going wrong in their life, it can almost be tracked back to a single thing.
0: Well, and one thing I've noticed is that if someone's having a problem, especially in the lifestyle, you know, our advice is, is the relationship comes first.
1: You can get out of the lifestyle and always come back if necessary. If the lifestyle is the problem in your relationship, hey, that's an easy fix. Take a step away.
0: Exactly. Well, let's talk about how we got to this point. We've been together for 15 years.
1: 15 loving years. Yes. Sometimes. (laughs) Let's see if after this podcast is released, if we're still at that point.
0: He might be buried in the backyard after this podcast.
1: Go back to the Mr. Flamingo doesn't fish. So if I happen (laughs) to get lost at sea, you start checking.
0: We do have some debate on how long we've been in the lifestyle. Mr. Flamingo thinks it's less... Then we've been married, and I say it's a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, one weird experience leading up to it. I don't know if that was necessarily swinging. I had to sit there with my hands against my chest. so nothing. Anyway, we'll get that story at a different time. (laughs) It's a good story, though.
0: Yes, we were sharing a bed with someone.
1: It's a good story. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save the juicy stuff for later. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about uh, your history.
0: I grew up in a very religious background. I uh, was a preacher and elder's daughter. And so I was always raised, sex was bad. I was very active and very much in tune with my sexuality. Let me put it that way.
1: Hmm. Now, when I hooked up with you, you hadn't been out of the house long. I think one or two times I went into the store in your little town and mentioned your name written on the bathroom walls. Yes, with my phone number. For a good time, call Miss Flamingo. It might still be there.
0: You didn't have to write my number on the wall because everyone knew it.
1: You still get calls from (laughs) random booty calls. I do. I've had the
0: same phone number since I was like twelve.
1: AT and T should send you a Christmas card for all your loyalty.
0: Yes, they should. But, anyways, I am uh, on my second
1: marriage. So let me stop you there. Was your first marriage? Were you a swinger in your first marriage?
0: No, not at all. Why not? Because we had huge jealousy issues.
1: Wow, oh, that seems to be a recurring theme amongst a lot of people we talk to.
0: Yes. So now, Mr. Flamingo, let's turn the tables and talk about your past.
1: How about we just skip that part and go back to yours?
0: I know. That mine's a a lot of fun, and we could get into it all day.
1: Yeah, yours is a lot more dynamic than mine. Mine was pretty simple. Well, I guess rolling with yours, I'm on my second marriage as well. My upbringing was pretty simple. My parents were old-fashioned. Can't say Quite maybe a spiritual, but not necessarily a religious. Not like mine? Nothing nothing like (laughs) yours. Um, I don't have any good church stories to go up to match yours. Now, my sexual past is a little different. I was with the same girl from the time I was 15 up until I was 30. Got divorced at 30 and suddenly found out there was a big new world out there. I was working a second job at a bar and getting introduced to all the good things that was involved.
0: Now, what's some of the strangest things you've ever been asked while working at that bar?
1: One of the first things that really caught me off guard when I was bouncing is the occasional request for someone, from someone for me to come home and have sex with their wife. <laughs> so as someone that was brought up to believe there's one man and one woman and you don't deviate from that, that was definitely a culture shock to me.
0: And what would you say now?
1: <laughs> now I'd be like, point her out, what does she wear and what does she look like? <laughs> a little bit different attitude now. But again, it's taken me a long time to get there. This whole swinging bit, when it was introduced to me, was definitely an eye-opener.
0: All right, so Mr. Flamingo, were you and your first wife swingers?
1: We were anything but. What do you mean? Looking back, it was probably almost a natural fit for the way we played. A little more background, my first wife was very bi. She had her girlfriends on the side. Most of the time, I wasn't allowed to play. There was very very few threesomes like there should have been. But looking back on an adventure we had, we were at Mardi Gras one year, and we're making out with a young lady, and she asked us if we were swingers. At the time, my first thought was, no way, that's not something that's definitely definitely a no-go for me. Looking at how we play every weekend now, there's pretty much the same thing. It should have been a natural fit. But for me, back in my earlier days, prior to you, the swinging bit was a no-go for me. Okay, so we've established on our sexual past that you were a bit of a wild child, and I was a bit of a prude. So, tell the ladies out there how you got lucky and found a gem like me.
0: Well, I had to dig through a lot of bags of dicks to find the diamond.
1: In other words, it sounds more like (laughs) you had to dig through a bag of shit and came out with a diamond. (laughs) So, with that, with a bag of shit, um, that's kind of where we first met, wasn't it?
0: Yes, we met at a country bar.
1: So, what were you doing? What's a nice girl like you doing at a country bar?
0: (laughs) Well, I was just newly divorced, and so I was partying it up every weekend.
1: And by the same token I was newly divorced and working a second job to pay off all my divorce debts and bouncing at the same club. So, I'm bouncing at the club and you're a bar fly. Let's go from there. What was our first, what do you remember our first meeting being?
0: <sighs> well, for about six months I would come up and dance on you and you would stick your hand in the middle of my forehead and push me away.
1: Well, I still can't dance, is that does that count for anything?
0: I don't think you were dancing.
1: Oh, okay. I just didn't want anything to do with it.
0: No. At all. So I was determined to conquer you.
1: Okay, so fast forward. How many months after that? Six months. Damn, I did a good job keeping you at bay, didn't I? So It's it's hard to turn down this sexuality, sexuality isn't it?
0: Yes, I went through some more dicks in the bag.
1: <laughs> bag of dicks. <laughs> so, six months later. Wow, well, I'm surprised I, I resisted you that long. Six <laughs> months later, we're having a bonfire out back, the bouncers, and for some reason, her and one of her rodeo ho friends showed up and what 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 transpired from there?
0: Um, for some reason, I don't know why, but you talked me into showing you my boob.
1: The sexiest A-cup you'll ever see.
0: I don't even think they were an A-cup, let's be honest.
1: I thought she was a boy until she showed <laughs> me her vagina later, so...
0: Don't be saying that. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was not your type, let me put it that way.
1: What do you mean by that? <laughs> we weren't quite as curvy as some of us dating? I wasn't curvy at all. <laughs> flat, flat as board at the time is probably more accurate. <laughs> and look at you now, the voluptuous beast you are.
0: That's right. My doctor did a good job.
1: Kudos to Doc Oz, I guess. So, <laughs> fast forward six months later, the next night I ended up running to you at the same bar. Again, I guess I was stealing all the boobs and had to have some more of that. So, where was the first romantic spot I took my new love?
0: Some reason. We ended up in a bathroom. A bathroom? And what were we doing in that bathroom?
1: Was I professing my love to you?
0: Oh, yes, definitely. I was on my knees in this nasty-ass bathroom.
1: I don't think there's much more we can say about that. (laughs) So, anyway, I was getting a little knob-job from uh, my new love.
0: (laughs) And did we have company?
1: (laughs) Spectators. So, see there, we were early exhibitionists, weren't we? Very. So, my uh, club owner, I think... Came in to check out her talents.
0: I don't know how we got in the bathroom. Still to this day, I was busy though, so I don't know. You did a good job. <laughs>
1: yeah, just... after our performance in the restroom that some people got privy to, I invited you to spend the night with me.
0: And we didn't do anything the first night.
1: Since we since us already spent more or less. <laughs>
0: Someone's a prude.
1: Yeah, there we go.
0: Oh, well, you know, I was down for it. <laughs> Literally.
1: Yeah, you're okay. You're down, all right. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> Miss Miss Thing here spends the night with me, and we ended up just talking through the whole night. I don't think we slept at all. We didn't play around. We just sat, bit, sat around talking about life. Bright and early the next morning, I invited her to go eat with me.
0: Because you know I'm a foodie.
1: Well, I didn't at the time. She was this little bitty, tiny thing, and in some of my past dating experiences, I would take a girl out to eat. We'd go somewhere nice, and she would hit one spoonful. So I take Miss Thing here to a nice little Korean restaurant that I knew of, and Ordered up a couple big plates of sushi.
0: Big plates of sushi.
1: Big sushi rolls. Now, with her being all dainty, I'm thinking she's going to eat two bites. Because uh, he
0: was hungry and wanted to eat more.
1: Yeah. Again, I'll spent. I'll put in a hell of a performance, for lack of better terms. So, I ordered these three big sushi rolls and run to the restroom. And I told her, now, these are big, so take your time. And I come out of the restroom and where you at with them. I'd already ate two rolls. Again, a girl that could uh, bob and knob like that and then conquer a sushi <laughs> roll, I knew it was a given.
0: Well, and then, as we were leaving, I said, You know what? I think I'd like some ice cream sundae. And that's when he knew I was going to be more than one night stand.
1: Yep, you're the one night stand that won't go away. <laughs> and I guess 15 years later, it's a good thing.
0: It's an adventure every day with me. All right, so now jump ahead. After a few months of dating, Mr. Flamingo would always take me to the strip clubs because there's not much to do around where we
1: were living. That, and we had too many exes running around that were kind of interfering with our relation.
0: And so we would come down to Dallas, and we would go to the strip clubs down here, and quite frankly, I'm not into girls as much as his ex was. So, one time, I was like, you know what, let's try something different. And I love to dance, so I suggested... Based off this show, I was watching a swingers club.
1: And my mind pretty much exploded. Yes. Uh, But like I say, I trusted her. We've had some wild adventures together, so I was down.
0: So he got his phone out, Googled it, and was like, are you for real?
1: You know what's funny? I thought about the other day when I talked about getting a phone out. I had a Blackberry. Do you remember those? Had that rollerball. And if you looked at porno pictures and got jizz on the little (laughs) rollerball, it would fuck up your phone. So anyway, just a little food for thought there. Yes.
0: So we went to Inequity IQ,
1: which eventually became Colette's Dallas.
0: And we met an uh, awesome couple in there.
1: Yeah, the crazy thing about it is he was in a wheelchair.
0: And they were in there so his wife could play because he was no longer able to.
1: Yeah, I think that was a good introduction because, one, they were a very grounded couple. For us, that was non-intimidating. We were able to talk with them pretty easy, and they were up front and kind of laid, laid the groundwork for where we decided to go as a couple.
0: Okay, let's wrap this up. So what do we want out of this, Mr. Flamingo?
1: Lots and lots of pussy.
0: Hmm.
1: Is that not what you want? No. How about lots and lots of dick for you? Yes. Okay. Bags of them. Bags of dicks.
0: (laughs) Bags of different dicks.
1: Okay, can we get back on track here?
0: Oh, sorry, sorry. Thinking about all the dicks I want. Okay. I
1: don't know which one you're fixing to get. (laughs) All right, back on topic. What do we want to get out of this?
0: I know for me, I want to give insight into the lifestyle that we love and enjoy so much.
1: Definitely. It's been a big part of our lives for the last At 12, least 15 years. I'm not going to argue with that. We'll have to yeah. check out a calendar. But no, it's been the bigger part of our relationship and who we are.
0: And I know that um, I want to give the down low on the parties and events
1: and clubs that we go to. Definitely. That's one thing we get asked about a lot, as we've said before. We, we love to travel, and we'll come back with different adventures of stories and places we've been. So we love to share it with people, and plus, we like to help promote the, cl- the clubs and the parties. There's no better way than word of mouth to promote a good event that you've been to. Another thing we want to do is introduce people in the podcast community to some of our fantastic friends. With all of our travels, we've met people of all sorts.
0: From BDSM to kink, even trans...
1: Yep, there's so many different facets within the lifestyle, and it seems like more and more coming in every day that we just want to expose everybody to everything that we can that's out there.
0: I can't even keep up with all the different people that we run with now.
1: So what do you feel is realistic for us to release podcasts? How often do you think we're going to hit this?
0: Well, since we do travel quite a bit, and we do have a kid that is fixing to be out of the house. For a couple more months. That's right. I would say let's shoot for one a month, and hopefully we can put in a short one in there if we have an event that we're going to, or we can maybe interview some people. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that should be very realistic. One a month is a pretty good goal starting off. We should have put this as a disclaimer, but we will definitely not appeal to everyone. Again, one thing that our friends say about us is we are very upfront and speak our minds.
0: We don't always agree with other people or with each other.
1: If we don't agree with each other. I, I disagree with you. I beg to differ.
0: Yeah. Oh. And what I can say is we are a no gimmick podcast.
1: Yes, and what we mean by that is we will not be doing events or people or anything just so we have something to talk about.
0: No, because I have enough adventures than having to make up adventures for a podcast.
1: Yeah, you've been, you've been accused by that as some local people of needing to be the center of attention. And if you, when you get to know Miss Flamingo, it's definitely not like that. She's very spontaneous, and if some crazy-ass idea pops into her head, she rolls with it.
0: Yes, just like right now, I am wearing a flamingo
1: onesie. She's taking the name to heart. I'll I'll have to post some pictures of Twitter so everybody can check this out.
0: (laughs) And also, we will bow out if we don't have anything to talk about.
1: Yeah, nothing against some of the other podcasters out there, but we feel that some of them are way past their expiration date. When we get to the point where we do not have
0: good material that's educational into the swinging lifestyle.
1: And relevant. We'll just go ahead and pack up and call it a day. Thank everybody for their participation and ride off into the sunset.
0: And go get some bags of dicks for me. What would you have, a pocket pussy? (laughs) 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 You have to play that. You have to play it. It's so funny. (laughs) It's funny. All right.
1: Hey guys, before we go, I wanted to give a quick shout out to some people that have been instrumental in helping us get this podcast up and running. First off, I wanted to give a shout out to Eros and Isis of the Priory Society. Eros has been a great resource for me to bounce ideas off of, as well as being a sounding board for different things I have in mind. Another big shout out we've got is to our good friends Tom and Bunny of Swinging with Tom and Bunny. We've known these two for a couple years now, and they've been very instrumental in helping me get things started, Thomas literally held my hand and walked me through every part of the process, as well as giving me different ideas and things to run with. So again, a big shout out to these two. Thank you very much for your friendship and support, and I hope I can make you guys proud. We look forward to flamingling with our listeners. Miss Flamingo, tell them where they can find us on social media.
0: www w dot swingingflamingos at gmail.com swingingflamingos at Instagram, and on Twitter at swingingflamingos. Also on cassidy.com as swingingflamingos Flamingos.
1: And shortly, we should have a community page up for the Swinging Flamingos. So we look forward to everyone joining us.